The Ed Till Show. Tom McLaughlin is on the phone with us. Tom, how are you today? A couple of things I think are very exciting for people. Just the idea of sports investment is a whole different environment. But crowdfunding is also a relatively new environment. Tell me what you guys do at Global Sports Incorporated that kind of marries the two. Absolutely, Ed, and uh, thank you for having me on. Hi to all the visitors and listeners. Uh, yeah, so basically what we're trying to do is we're sort of trying to democratize uh, the sports finance industry. And so what we're going to be able to allow people to do is uh, we're going to be able to allow them to invest in either sports products, sports startups, and ultimately uh, down the road, we think we'll be able to allow them to invest directly uh, in athletes' brands, um, and another application could be buying minor league teams. Um, so we sort of look at the landscape as uh, there are a lot of sports fans who know a lot about sports, and we are going to provide them with the platform uh, to be able to take their money, invest it as a financial investment, um, they can also kind of use crowdfunding in a traditional sense of uh, purchasing a product, making a donation to uh, some sort of sports organization. So uh, we're really just trying to take the, the sports investment landscape from a very private, um, sort of unopened uh, landscape to kind of democratizing the whole thing, allowing any individual to get involved. Wow. That right there sounds extremely exciting. But try to help us understand what is the landscape here. Most often, if you want to get involved in sports investment, are you going to be investing in successful sports businesses that pre-exist? Uh, what, what amount of the time are you looking at startups and brand new ideas? What's the landscape out there? Yeah, absolutely. So traditionally, the sports landscape, the only sort of way uh, to directly invest in that industry would have been to purchase a team. And as anybody knows, that costs a lot of money, um, and that is obviously not accessible to 99% of the country. So with the sports industry growing the way it is, there are a lot of great businesses, great ideas, great companies that are emerging in the areas of media, sports products, analytics, technology. And so a lot of these businesses need capital. And so um, we're sort of introducing them to sports fans who are uh, also interested in, you know, sort of investing their money in this growing industry. And so uh, we're really just sort of reducing the barrier. In the beginning, it is going to be uh, – somewhat limited to, you know, pre-existing sports startups in the space, um, you know, around the same time traditionally when they would be looking to raise venture capital. All right. So if you're a hardcore fan and you're in NBA heaven right now, this is what you live for every year, then the season comes yep. to an end and you want to get in on either your team, merchandise, basketballs, stadia. In other words, you're just a basketball fanatic, yet you would like to put some of your investment that matches your passion for basketball. Are you guys able to navigate an investor through that and show them what's there? Uh, 
I'd imagine you can't invest in everything you like. Not everything's a public company, right? What What are the uh, the ins and outs of that? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. And so, um, yes, we will be able to do that. We will be able to take uh, those individuals and help them put that money uh, to work, whether, as I mentioned, it's purchasing, you know, a cutting-edge sports product um, or buying equity shares in uh, one of those corporations. Uh, you mentioned IPO and uh, where equity crowdfunding sort of came about was the average individual could never invest in any private company unless they were what is considered an accredited investor. So only the top 1% were able to buy uh, equity shares or you know shares of ownership of a business. Um, that was limited only to the top 1%. And now equity crowdfunding allows the rest of that 99% to buy shares in private companies. And so the average individual now, instead of only being able to purchase equity through uh, a large IPO on NASDAQ or New York Stock Exchange, uh, they'll be able to actually buy shares of companies before they go public. So I'm curious, right? When you are on this kind of leading edge opportunity, if you bump into one of your old buddies from Merrill Lynch or Bank of America or just the guys that you started out with, are they going to go, Tom, what are you doing? Come on, come back to where we used to be, the old school investments, or are they going to be like, Tom, how did you do it? You broke out of the old world. You're in the exciting new world. Can you take us with you, Tom? It's good to see you. Can I? You know what I mean? Like, you're really a leader. Yeah. What, what, what is it? Are they wanting you to come back and calm down and go with the old school? Or are they looking to jump on your boat, man, and go speedboating out of the familiar? This is very exciting, the, the generating of activity that you'll do with this new approach. What is it? Does it look dangerous to the old guys? Does it look more exciting to the way? their lives used to be yeah absolutely amazing question so I, I would say it's split right you know when I talk to people that I worked with who are in this huge corporate world um, they hear this idea and they see where I'm heading and they say wow that's an amazing idea I, I like I give you so much credit in the world but then you know I say well you know you could do it too and they come up with reasons why you know, maybe it won't work. The timing uh, <laughs> right. doesn't work for their lives. You know, there's a there's a comfort to working for a huge corporation, um, especially you know, sort of in that world, especially at banking where it's like you know, top schools, uh, prestige. Right. And so um, it becomes sort of like a comfort in that. And uh, you know, I was just lucky enough to kind of have this idea and have the confidence in myself to be able to sort of pull all those pieces together. And, uh, you know, the worst thing that can happen at the end of the day is that I end up having to go back to that world. Right, right. But the truth is, I don't think you will. Uh, and a lot of things are occurring to me right now. Tell me if I'm wrong about this, but there is a certain exhilaration that goes along with money management and planning, funding, etc., and there's also a similar thrill in sports and athletics. Is there a synergy here that these two crowds are going to totally dig each other 
because they're working off that same incredible feeling, that momentum, and that passion. They sound remarkably similar. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, you take uh, a great comparable to this would be the fantasy sports industry, which totally proves that uh, sports fans are into sort of the the analytical, um, I would say, uh, sort of like a due diligence process. And you can view fantasy sports, you can view sports betting all through that sort of same lens. So, um, yeah, exactly. Those two crowds of people, in my opinion, are, in fact, one crowd. Exactly. So, They're uh, made, yeah. They're made I, for each other. They're made for each other. There's no two ways about it. Totally. They're winners. They're people who see uh, themselves as leaders and winners. Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm honestly, the way I'm looking at this is I'm just creating a business that I have wanted for myself. Uh, for a very long time. You know, the dream of being able to uh, invest in a player, uh, to invest in this industry, I know it better than any other industry, and yet I can't use that knowledge uh, specifically to sort of drive returns to my bank account. Absolutely. You know, I hear it in what you're describing now, and the vision is coming clear to me. There is, I'm an old uh, New York Yankees fan, born in the Bronx many, many years ago, and the Yankees, as you know, have a way of finding phenomenal players who start to do incredible things, and just the mere idea, and you said it earlier in the interview, that you might be able to invest in the greatness of a player where every time the bat is swung, every time there's a high fly ball and your guy is chasing and running back to the warning track, that you would be invested in that. I mean, I'm getting chills just thinking about it right now. How amazing is that idea? How powerful is it? And how might that be uh, possible in my lifetime? Oh, it's it's unbelievably powerful. Um, And it's sort of, in the same sense, it provides a totally new uh, leverage to the players themselves because, um, you know, they're able to build a brand with these shareholders and sort of have that bond like, you know, you're rooting for me and if I continue to perform the way I am or I step my game up to the next level, you know, I'm, I'm providing a lot of value to you people. So imagine those 100,000 shareholders, they now become the biggest fan of this player um, and they kind of become their own public spokesperson. So in the social media age, I mean, that has so much so much power and sort of leverage to it. Um, this is totally going to be, uh, you know, a reality within your lifetime, I would say, you know, to that extent. This is something that is no longer than sort of 18 to 24 months off. Um, oh, the beautiful thing is um, with equity crowdfunding, we can sort of just set the player up as a business himself uh, and sell shares to individuals. If you're sitting there in traffic listening to the show going, I'm getting chills, just like Ed talking to Tom McLaughlin. Well, I'll tell you what, you should be, because this is really, the ground is moving in the field of investment. And the synergy, you can feel it coming. Uh, When you go to the website, www.globalsportsfunds.com, Tom, what are we going to find there? Kind of walk us through a little bit. And if people want to reach out to you, and learn more about this investment opportunity, that's the right place to do it, isn't it? 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, my email address is public on the website. You mentioned globalsportsfunds.com. Um, and right now, uh, the sort of stage we're at is uh, within the next week, we are going to be going live uh, with crowdfunding in the traditional sense of uh, sort of distributing products and uh, housing sort of pages for sports charities so that individuals can go on there and, uh, you know, fund a, a charitable campaign. Um, they can purchase, you know, some of the, you know, best up-and-coming sports businesses. They can sort of purchase those products, look at them right on the page. Um, and then, uh, you know, within the next six months, the equity side will be coming. Um, and that, that's really where sort of uh, the momentum is shifting so um, you can check out the website. We're on all social media. Um, the best way to get in contact with me, as you said, is to go on the website, uh, click on our team, and uh, my email address is there. Um, I try to respond to almost anybody that emails me. So, uh, Dude, who is, yeah. having, who is having more fun than you right now? I don't think anybody. I, I feel like th- I watched all these movies about high finance and the crash, right? All the, the old stuff. And they talked about making yep. a market, making a market. And I didn't like those guys because they weren't really making a market. They were making problems for people. You are actually yep. presenting a market with dynamism, uh, a market that is growing and presenting it as an opportunity in a new venue. I think that is so what making markets is all about. This is a market people, as you said, even you yourself, have been waiting for someone to make, and now you've made the market, and now people can go to your website and explore opportunities there. Uh, it's just that easy. Tom McLaughlin, you'll come back on the show, won't you? Because sports keeps uh, having a bigger and bigger impact on the economy, and we want to follow your success with this incredible new investment market and this new crowdfunding opportunity at globalsportsfunds.com. We look forward to having you back on the show, man. Great visit today. Thanks, Ed. You bet. Thank you very much. Tom McLaughlin. What a, I'm telling you, who's having more fun? Those guys on Wall Street are like, hey, Tom, how's it going? And Tom's all like, great, great. And they go, why is Tom having so much fun? Why doesn't he come back with us and be miserable? No, you can't do it. You know why? Once people are in the promised land, they never go back. Tom McLaughlin has taken two amazingly powerful ideas and put them together. Sports investing, crowdfunding, and your participation as a sports fan. Go to globalsportsfunds.com and remember where you heard about it right here on Starcom Radio Network. It's the Ed Till Show, AMFM stations all across America.